How you doing? Good morning. First of all, we're honored and pleased to have this is a brother from another mother, um, Randy Rose, Randy Ose. We're gonna get to know you, but how you doing, brother? Doing well, man. How are you? Good, good, good. You've been to the studio before, but we finally have you live and direct. We're gonna, you know, get some gems, but we're gonna have a conversation. So we wanna welcome you to Motivation Mondays. And first off, happy Father's Day. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I know this is your second Father's Day. But, you know, I feel like this is like the official first one because now you get to see yeah. your son at one. Yeah, I mean, last year, uh, Jackson was like 10 days old and then Father's Day hit. So I was still getting used to this little thing that was now <laughs> my responsibility. But uh, I'd say over the last year, it's definitely been a lot of growing and um, just trying to find ways to be better because it's, uh, it's, it's definitely challenging. Ask, uh, and then pulls like a new version of you out if you will we're gonna talk a little bit about it the pros the cons um how i i believe it's made you a better man i think you know you find purpose of life but we'll talk about it from your perspective yes good morning everybody who's coming in i may not be able to wave to you on the ig but as you can see we have the motivation monday live going um, MCE Bone, Randy Rose, and then we're on YouTube Live. So, if anybody is at home, at work, in your car, or you have a Google Chrome and you want to be able to watch this clear with no worry about your cell phone, make sure you join us on YouTube Live. We're on a mission right now, road to a thousand subscribers. You guys have been running up the views, you guys have been re watching videos, so we appreciate you. Yes, yes, demand them. So, today's conversation, we're going to be talking about balance. Um, we're going to be talking, I feel like as Father's Day comes, we have entrepreneurs, we have fathers to be fathers, we have people who are just looking for information, and this is why this platform is here and succeeds. So if it's your first time tuning into Motivation Mondays, let us know, just wave in the comments or wave on YouTube, let us know, we wanna welcome you. Um, our community is so big, and I know not everybody gets to know about certain things going on, but this is why we bring in special guests to engage put the information out there, and then you guys know. We do this each and every Monday. Um, this is our 37th episode on all streaming platforms. Wow. We're listening to over 80 countries. Mm. Um, India has been turning up. They're top three right now. What'd you say? India. Uh, when we were in the, uh, the guy, you said Sashigal? Oh, Sashigal. That's yes. one thing about Ibo and I'll say, is whenever, you know, obviously living in Brampton, um, None. Um, uh, I remember we did some work with Ruby Sahoda uh, as she was running for um, uh, the Liberal Party, and uh, Ewan always is his icebreaker is, is is speaking and and saying I can't even say it. Um, how do you say it, sir? Sasiga. Sasiga. And what does that mean again? That means hello. How are you doing? A. One more A. One more A. One more A. And then why? Yeah. There we go. Uh-huh. Technical difficulties. It happens. It's part of life. We got Randy back right in a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important, especially when you live in certain neighborhoods. Like, for instance, me in Brampton, I worked at McDonald's. So that's where I was able to literally learn that at McDonald's. Have you done any Indian weddings? I've done one. And there's more... There's more to come. We need to grow that. 
Right now we're taking French lessons. So I'm trying to turn up. We got a request in Germany, so we're getting ready. Sorry, guys, we're back. I'll let you see. A lot of comments are going. Randy Rosé, top of the morning. Okay, we're good. But yes, so first of all, to the people who don't know you, introduce yourself, who you are. You're a man that wears a lot of hats. I love to call you a serial entrepreneur. You are a serial entrepreneur. And um, I know it's something that it didn't just fall into your lap. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, who is Randy? I think what we see a lot is uh, I was an athlete. You know, I wanted to play pro and travel and so on and so forth. And I didn't really get those opportunities because I had to transition. I broke my foot. Um, but obviously, you know, working with Anthony and Anthony Bennett and being a part of his story, I mean, he gave me a ladder that not many people even see, you know. Um, so forever grateful to him, my brother, uh, the whole Bennett family has been a huge support as I've grown because coming into that situation, I, I did not know what was going on. <laughs> But you have to learn. And I think for me, uh, it's something that I stay true to is always finding ways to learn and how to grow. So uh, now I've you know grown into you know, a father first, um, an entrepreneur. Um, as you said, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, I, I, I like to think I, I specialize in marketing, uh, some branding, and telling stories. Uh, but I think my biggest strength is you know I'm like a someone once told me that I was a community translator mm. right it's kind of like Robin Hood you learn here and you bring it back um, and I've always kind of held that to my my heart was no matter where I go in the world those that are close to me are going to learn as well because I know the opportunity Anthony had granted to me not everyone gets to see that and um, it's almost like a duty to kind of serve my community and make sure that if I at least know or I have some access to resources, how do we make it available to our community? Because we know through our own journeys that we've done a lot without. And it's hard. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's hard to have a business and pay employees when people are two months late with invoices. Right? Like, we're, we're in a day and age now where your um, your calling card's got to be, you know, how do you show up every single time? So I think in defining Randy, I, I, I've taken a lot of pride in uh, my community and supporting my community. I've taken a lot of pride in representing my community. I don't know a lot of black tech founders. You cannot say you do. Right? <laughs> how many kids are, are we going to meet that might look at it and say, oh, I want to I do that. And we, and I say we because a lot of the work that I do, I try to involve my community, right? Having you come to host Text on the Black, you don't know anything about technology, but you took the time, you came to the office, you sat down, you listened, you asked questions, and you learned enough to translate for our community. And Text on the Black, I feel, was a, was a huge success. But I say, you know, we, because we all have this job to, to serve the next generation. And it's the only way we can, you know, get that ladder that Anthony gave me. 
And that ladder is, I really believe, through entrepreneurship. When you own things, you call different shots. Right? And um, that's that's what I would say, or who I would say I am, is I want to help build more ladders. And I always encourage people, I usually say this at the beginning, forgive me. Um, shout out to Randy Rosé talking about pouring back into the community. I always encourage people to get your notepad, write notes. Make sure that you have a pen and paper because we don't want to trust our memory. There's going to be some gems that you're going to hear. There's going to be some things already that he said. If you write it down, trust me, you'll be able to look back at it and be like, oh, he was right. So I encourage everybody to make sure you have a pen, paper, notepad. Shout out to the team in the building. We also got Quincy in the building, um, families in the building, New York City. So shout out everybody tuning in from all over. Um, we appreciate you. I see a couple of waves, so thanks for joining us. Now, for those who don't know too much about the Anthony Bennett story, or we can get into Rosé Management. Whatever you want. All right, so let's get into Rosé Management, how that was birthed, and the opportunity that you're talking about, AB. Shout out to our guy, AB, because when you talk about, it's so crazy how one opportunity can help somebody else. And I know a lot of my growth, a lot of my success has come through that relationship and you opening the doors, him opening the doors for you and you opening the doors for me. I'll never forget the time at Denny's. Um, we sat down late at night before the draft like a couple weeks before the draft AB was like yo I'm hungry of course we were <laughs> like yo let's go to Denny's I'm like yo I'll tell Ebon to pull up we just we just chatted about what life was about to be you know two kids essentially kids right? I was I was still in college at that time and Anthony I had left school like I had forgotten about the semester, left school, was in Vegas for like a month. And um, yeah, that, that time was, was surreal. I, I, being able to, to be with him during that process and, oh yeah, I just met Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I just met this person, or I just met that person and this is about to happen. And like, it was, it was weird because I was a kid that used to play 2K, right? So you learn about these. So you were good at 2K. I was tough. You were. You were 2K. I ain't gonna lie. He used to give us the words <laughs> all the time. Eurostep was crazy. <laughs> um, but now I was like living it and experiencing it and um, being around Anthony uh, and obviously him being drafted. I saw a lot. I saw how athletes get drafted and they start an LLC or an incorporation. Why? To bring down tax. I was like, huh. Interesting. I saw in buying his house. He didn't buy it. He leased it or rented it. Why? You have the money. Are you going to plan to live here? I'm not really. Huh. I didn't know that. Right? So I, I got put on game quickly and I think, you know, during that year with Anthony while we were in Cleveland, um, I asked a lot of questions. I've always been a very curious kid, and uh, being around Anthony, you, you get to go to the team dinners and travel and be in places with other people. I met people like Luol Deng early, Tristan, obviously. I was around Tristan early, Kyrie a couple of times, and you hear what they talk about, what excites them, what motivates them, and all of those things really said to me, like, you know, this is this is an opportunity to create something. And it wasn't until after Anthony's first year when 
He had finished his year in Cleveland, and everyone's like, oh, he's a bust, this, that, and the fourth. And he stayed in Cleveland and worked his ass off. He's like, Randy, I want to go back home and let's do something. We had his camp, and we went back to Jane and Finch and gave backpacks. It could be small, but that day, I'm walking into the public school, I forgot what it was called, behind Anthony, and all the kids turn and look at him. And the faces that I saw behind him, I said, this is gold. I said, Anthony, the power that you have is beyond this ball. And then I was inspired. So in working with him and working with Jordan Clarkson, did his camp in San Antonio, or Dylan Brooks in Halifax, and doing all these camps with athletes, I said, this isn't about the ball. This is about getting kids in front of you and giving them a message. Why? Because they're going to listen. They want to be like you. And that's when I started to understand what an influencer was. There we go. And, and I'm glad you brought it up because it's bigger than basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I like that you talk about, you ask questions. And I always encourage people to ask questions. In the comments, you're getting a lot of love and you're getting a lot of flowers. So I, don't, I know you can't see, but yeah. we're going to... Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let them know um, the women's segment talk. Actually, she was our winner of our the Google Chromebook laptop that you know training ground the athlete tech group um, helped us give away for our two year anniversary. So I'm glad that she's tuned in. Amazing. When she got the laptop, what she told us she's gonna do is she's gonna learn about finances. She's like, I'm gonna learn about finances. I have no excuse. She has two daughters, and the joy out of her face when we, she didn't know we were coming to deliver. I kind of set up like a UPS, but I want to surprise you. So we'll be posting a video tonight so you actually get to see the reaction. Oh, but, yeah. um, thank you to her. V, the truth says, come on, Randy, let him know. I want to talk about yes, the athlete part before you became, before Rose Management. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people in life, you go through a path, you think this is a path for you, and something in life can happen where you, you have to pivot, you have to make a decision. Yeah. And I think you're a living proof of when one door closes, another door opens. But it's up to you. Absolutely. I think from from young, growing up in Scarborough, all the old heads told me I was good, but I had to work hard. I moved to Brampton, went to high school in Brampton, grade nine, Andrew Nicholson. I walk in, he's a six, six, <laughs> nerdy ass dude. Can you who? He's like, nah, man, I play baseball in Halo. I said, what the f-? He looks like a baseball guy. <laughs> so, um, I was like, all right, cool. I made that grade 10 team. I was the only grade 9 to make that team. And at that point, I said, all right, I'm going to outwork everybody. Because at that time, I was, I've been this height since I was like 11, 12. So I thought I was going to be like 6'5. I thought I was going to be 6'5. But I just stopped growing. So I had to transition from like a big to a guard. And one thing for me was I, I did not want to be outworked. So, you know, the why was by my high school. So guys were like, oh yeah, I go work out before class. I was like, oh, that's a thing? Because <laughs> in Scarborough, there's no gym to go to, right? So like you move me from Scarborough where the gym is an outdoor court to Brampton, right? I got access to a gym now, whenever, oh, cool. Guys are going there at seven, all right, I'll be there at six. So by the time guys are walking in, I'm drenched. Right? Mama mentality. I, I wanted it that bad. I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't party, I didn't do anything. I worked and worked on my game. 
And when I eventually got recruited to college and um, essentially sat out my first year, transferred because my coach got fired, went to Laurier, about to play my first game, Kofi dies, I missed that whole year. There's no like mental health or and wellness resources to help me like think because the pressure of an athlete is a lot, especially at the college level. Like from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., you're on a schedule. <laughs> if you don't got grades, you're not playing. And if you're not playing well, you're not playing. And if you're not playing, you lose a scholarship. So you bring that, we lose our brother, and we don't receive any type of help, support. Hey, how are you guys doing? Do you guys still want to play basketball? I'm middle of the season. Kofi died in November. My season started in October. I missed that whole year. Missed that year. And um, made a decision. I said, am I going to stay at school, get better, get ready for next season? Or am I going to just do what I always did? I stayed at school. I missed Carabana. Missed it. Sacrifices. <laughs> missed it. Got in the best shape. Season came. Got cut. Don't understand depression. That's when I really got good at NBA 2K at my player because I stopped going to class. I didn't have basketball. All of those pressures are now gone. And what what did I do? Nothing. The thing that I had loved was felt like it had been taken away from me. So I fast forward, go to Durham a couple months later to play with Kristoff and McCasey. Before my first game, I break my foot. So like my th- first three, four years, I didn't register a minute. Injuries and things just got in the way. I eventually get on the court at Durham and start playing. But I have this shift in like passion for the game. I said, I want to coach. Tyler Ennis, talking to Tyler. I'm like, yo, how's it going? Tyler's at a a school in New Jersey, St. Benedict's. Um, And people are raving about him. Tyler's like, yo, why don't you come back to bounce? I said, yeah, and do what? He's like, oh, you can come coach, teach us what you've learned through your journey. I was like, okay. Walk in the gym uh, at Cardinal Ambrosic on a Saturday. I'll never forget it. I walk in. They ran circle. Circle was an alley-oop play. Lob to Wiggins. Bop. I'm like, oh, I'm done playing. (laughs) This is where it's at. (laughs) This is where it's at. Um, and in that summer, I, I saw another side of the game. Nike was involved in youth sports and EYBL and traveling with, you know, wigs to um, Nike Global Challenge or Milwaukee and Xavier drops 50. Or, like, it was a whirlwind of just stuff. And we ended up losing in the finals or whatever, but... I knew from that moment that I that's that's the side of the ball I wanted to be on. Um, but I went back to college. Anthony ended up going to UNLV, and the rest was history. And shout out to our guy Wiggins, shout NBA, out, champion. NBA champion, man. It's crazy. It was it's insane, man. You, I remember being in DC with him one time on the Global Challenge, and we got seats like three rows from the court and we're watching Kobe and Melo and LeBron and I'm like yo you're gonna be here soon he's like yeah maybe we'll see <laughs> <laughs> I 
He's like, I don't see. Yo, nicest guy in the world. Humble. Humble. <laughs> and so to see him win that ring recently um, means a lot, man. And I know I know he works very hard. And uh, him, Wiggins Enterprise, the family, everyone. I'm so happy to, to see that. Happy Father's Day to him as well. 100%. He's also holding that down. So, you know, those experiences, in life, you're going to pivot multiple times, right? And it's crazy. The, the life of an athlete's career is the shortest career in the world. If you think about it, most people are done at like 32, 26, 22, right? That lifespan is the shortest in the world. So I look at the world now and like, all right, how do we get people prepared? Because I look back at my journey and I said, what did I do to prepare? Ask questions, seek information, made relationships. But I'm like, all right. That makes sense. How do we help other people do that, right? When there's so much information out there. And um, I don't even know how I got here, but I think in answering that, like, we're going to meet multiple pivots in our world that COVID is forced everyone to pivot, whether you like it or not, right? And I believe, like, the, you know, the compound effects of COVID-19 um, pre-existing education inequalities. There's already problems in our education and the rapid technological changes in the world have put our community at a large risk. But most people don't even know it yet. It's deep. Most people don't even know it yet. So, we got a problem on our hands, bro. We have a serious problem. We're, we're now being forced to make money in new ways. And going to school isn't necessarily the answer. School's always been our calling card, right? But when school came out, it was part of the third industrial revolution. School was created to create employees, right? And you go to school, you get a book, you read, you answer questions, and you regurgitate what they tell you. What do they do in factories? Hmm. Same thing, right? They don't want you to think outside the box. This is the box that will take care of you. That's why our parents are still working because they keep you in this box. So how, as a community, are we going to help our community grow? I think it's gotta be to the things that our community loves, which is sports and entertainment. Nothing brings people together like those two things. And what we're seeing right now with what LeBron has been able to do, become a billionaire and own this and own that, everyone's talking about ownership. But even in that game, you still have to be educated. I hear too many times, oh yeah, I started a company. Okay, is it incorporated? Hmm. Is it a nonprofit? Why? What's your goal with this? Are you trying to sell it? Is this supposed to be a family company? Do you want to pass it down? Most people can't answer it. Why? Because it's, uh, we're just, a lot of us, I feel, are just reacting to like, oh, I could just do that. And don't understand the process or the time or the steps that are needed to be able to execute at a high level. That shit is hard. That shit is hard. And I'm sure you could speak to it because you, you and I speak about it all the time. Consistency is one thing. But execution that's why I love Kobe Bryant. 
That's why I love Kanye West. People say they're genius. Are they? Hmm. Or are they obsessed with the executing? I think they're just obsessed with executing. And the things that bother the everyday person, they don't allow them to get it into their head. So if that makes them an asshole, okay. So it'll be. Now, you know, there's that saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And talking about COVID-19 where it hit everybody, I feel like we've seen what's been able to happen. We've seen the millionaires turn to billionaires. We've seen people's income, their businesses, their network grow. And which shows you that sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta be in that position where you stay ready so you don't gotta get ready. Shout out Fabulous. You know what I mean? And that's your favorite artist. <laughs> you see where we're going with this. So if you don't know, that's his famous artist right now. And I mean, life is, is it's beautiful. It has ups and downs. People, it's like people think, for instance, I know some of the people who see me and the way they speak about you, they have you on this high pedestal because the work you've put in, but they can't understand you, which is a good thing because people aren't supposed to know. Like, if you're not close, you're not supposed to know about that person. A lot of people don't even know that you're Ganyan. It's crazy. You know, but you've done... Name is OC, guys. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, I can talk about from the Y days, um, seeing you in that gym, the way you had that... Ganyan ballers don't have that swagger. Mm. They don't come there, own it. You're the tough guy. If you wanted a foul or, if, you know, check ball, it was happening. When Randy grabs the ball, nobody's taking that ball from you. <laughs> so I see that live in that wreck. But I love how you've pivoted. And right now we're taking you guys through a journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm creating a timeline right now for you guys to see. And um, you've done amazing things. You created Athlete Tech Group. And it wasn't Athlete Tech Group in the beginning. But you had to transition. And in life, there's always going to be changes. And there's going to be decisions you have to make. You're going to learn from others and be like, you know what? Even with Rose Management, there's so much. We're going to dig in and deep. But... Let's talk about Athlete Tech Group. And yes, A.O. St. Randy, man of the people. Amen. Amen, 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 my guy. You want to talk about Athlete Tech Group? Yes. What do you want to talk about? So let's talk about how that fund started. How Athlete Tech Group became. Um, I want to say 2018, 2017 going into 2018, two things were happening. Dylan Brooks was finishing his rookie season, which he had an amazing season. And um, I was looking at what other things I could do as an entrepreneur. You know, I had just finished the um, book and sneaker drive, had gone back to Ghana and donated books and shoes and sneakers and hold camps and clinics. Um, But 2018, I I was like, all right, The world of technology is growing. We see athletes investing like no tomorrow. I think 2018, we saw a lot of athletes be a part of some IPOs. Um, and so this is a, for those who don't know what IPO is, it's an initial public offering. So when a private company goes public and everyone can buy it on the stock market through your Wealthsimple app or the Quest Trade app, uh, that is an IPO. So that a private company becomes public. Uh, and those that invest early normally make a good chunk of money, right? Because now you have more ability to sell, right? Um, and in 2018, I moved back to Toronto um, and was doing work with the region of Waterloo. I got hired to do digital marketing. What they were doing was they were going after this $50 million grant 
for Waterloo to be the best place to raise children. They were taking the tech companies from Google, IBM, uh, BlackBerry, and matching them with nonprofits to see if they could solve problems for each other. So I said, it was just a beautiful campaign. And I went down with Akeem, we met with the economic development manager, and he's like, yo, this is the budget. And the budget was not enough. It was not enough, right? But as an entrepreneur, you just gotta make choices. And I said to myself, like, yo, what you guys are looking for and what you guys are putting up, I don't think you guys understand the type of work that this is gonna take, but I see the opportunity. Took on the contract, we did an event in Waterloo. I brought an athlete and some influencers, Isaiah Peck, Rachel David, Daryl Townsend, and Noah Zul to talk about social media and mental health. This is January, 2019. Part of that campaign was to get more press. So I had Danny Green, Fred Van Vliet, uh, Dylan, Trey Richards, they all tweeted about how, what the work Waterloo was doing. But in doing all those things, the city was so excited about what we were able to do that um, they invited me and Akeem down and they took us on a tour. I saw the incubators, the accelerators, headquarters, and my mind just said, okay, what's up? <laughs> what can we do here? That kid in the candy shop. They didn't really have any answers. And I was like, yo, let's, let's host a tech summit in Toronto. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, let's bring some athletes and let's bring the tech community together and let's, let's see what happens. Um, and no one believed what I was saying or thought it could happen, right? No one. Steph Curry invested into a Toronto-based startup and I was like, yeah, we need to do this. Because if he's finding it here, there's gotta be other things happening. So went on and put together this trash deck of what the tech summit was going to be and off I went. And I built relationships for the next three or four months. I signed up for Tech Toronto, which is this weekly meetup every Wednesday downtown. I would go, be there for two hours, ask questions, meet people. Not knowing tech, but I'm learning. What are they talking about? What's going to be the future? The language, so on and so forth. And I probably attended eight conferences. And one of those conferences actually was Collision. Um, where I eventually met my CTO. Um, didn't know she was going to be my CTO at that time. Uh, and then that 2019, the Raptors won the title. And I said, all right. One thing happened. I said, in trying to sell this event, I was trying to get sponsorship. Did not get it, bro. And I said, by July 1st, if I don't have this money in, we're not doing it. July 1st, I didn't have the money in. I did it. July At least you're setting deadlines. <laughs> you got to set deadlines. Past July 14th, I still didn't have the money in, but I said, let's just put a press release out. I know these athletes are coming to Toronto anyways, and we'll just figure it out. It blew up. I got the money in like four days. Holy <laughs> Four days of hosting this tech summit. And yeah, people flew in, was here. Great day, blah, 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 two days. Um, after that, as athletes came to Toronto, they wanted to have dinner with companies. We started hosting those small private dinners with athletes and tech companies. I was really building this ecosystem. All right, we're going to do this again. I, I had met the, the marketing manager at RBC, and um, I was going to pitch her in January. 
And then Kobe died in January. I pitched her in February. She loved the pitch. She's like, hey, we're going to have a, a meeting in a couple of weeks to take this thing forward. And COVID hits. So, dun, dun, dun. management, done. Um, everything that I was working towards was just done. Uh, so, I just started working out. I started COVID fitness and I needed my mind to start going. Shortly after, I was like, you know what? Let's, let's, I started doing Instagram lives just like you. Every Tuesday night from 7 to 7.30, I would just bring on some athletes and let's talk, just like this. It wasn't in person. Um, and we did that for 15 straight weeks. And then I said, all right, let's turn this, because now we're virtual, let's turn Athlete Tech Summit into Athlete Tech Group, which is going to be media, events, and education. It's the same thing that we were doing, but now let's give it pillars. So started in July 2020, and I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> I and I love this. I had no idea what I was doing. I knew I wanted to provide a space and provide athletes with support. Um, that slowly grew into Zoom classes. We started hosting athletes on Zoom, and I started bringing my network to, hey, help educate these guys. We started bringing companies so athletes can connect with them. And then I was like, no, we could actually like do so. Um, then athletes started investing in the companies. And I was like, wow. And it's cheaper. I don't have to fly or hotels <laughs> or anything. Just Zooms. So continue to do that. But I said, man, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of emailing, calling, texting. Yo, make sure you're here. I said, bro, I don't have this kind of time. And I was like, yo, let's turn this into a business. So I started building an app. I started building like a prototype of one um, to kind of help synthesize that. But then you look, the market size is only 20,000 professional athletes in North America. It's not a lot of people. But then you look at college and high school. There's 500,000 in college and over 9 million in high school in North America. So I'm like, oh, let's build an app to help these because they're going to transition. Everyone's going to transition. Um, and then that CTO that I told you I met at Collision in 2019, me and her reconnect in February 2021. I show her what I had done thus far, and she's like, oh my God, what you have is gold. Let's work. Started working, and training ground was launched July. Raised some money from some athletes, put in, and we built training ground. We launched in July. We got our first customer very quickly. Product wasn't ready, and from July up until, I want to say, March, April of this year, we've just been in development mode because we've ultimately built an app that solves a lot of problems. And it's very hard to explain to people sometimes, right? So it's all about, one, are you going to have confirmation bias? Because when we talk about life after sport, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about it. But what do you actually know about it? Because these are sometimes the same people that are running these athletic programs. And, oh, yeah, we teach life skills through sport. Oh, okay, which ones? <laughs> which ones? Tell me. So specifics. Which ones? Hard work? Okay, okay. Read it. Um... um Working on teams, okay, 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 okay. Then you hear, but you realize it's not enough. It's not. And because it's not enough, um, you know, we ultimately built training ground to fill those gaps for these organizations. So right now we're, we're partnered with Hoop Cleans in their summer league. They've got 60 or 40 athletes and like 20 coaches that are using training ground for their schedules, their game film, 
their photos that they post on social. We've centralized a bunch of resources. And then we've also given them some financial literacy and some mental and physical wellness content as well for the athletes to engage with. So um, we've built something that I think is, is going to change tomorrow's athlete. They just don't know it yet. And what we need to continue to do is, one, just get, get people to continue to download it. It's free. I'm always going to ensure that there is going to be free resources and or content available. Always, right? But our business model is we're going to work with organizations to help their athletes prepare for life after sport. So um, everything on there is free. It's available. We've got seven distinct learning categories from wellness, personal growth, financial literacy, tech literacy, personal brand building, investment literacy, and we're having an entrepreneurship category launching soon. And we're making all of these resources available so people will actually use them. Because I think that's the second step is awareness. Okay, now you're aware of something. How do you now take that next step to use it? Um, and all of those resources in there are the same things that people hit me up and ask me about it. Randy, how do I do this? It's actually in training, man. You can actually go and watch it right now. <laughs> go download the app. <laughs> now, I want to, if anybody hasn't heard about Training Ground app, I'm going to put it in right here. You can get it on all um, platforms, Google uh-huh. Play, uh-huh. Um, iTunes, uh, everywhere. Uh, Apple, Apple. Apple. Apple Store, sorry. I didn't know the music. Last night we were in the, the music. Tori. Quincy. Tori, Tori. But yes, you can download it. And if it's your first time hearing about it and you know you're going to download today, just put it in the comments. Um, I'm going to read some comments from YouTube For and sure. our IG Live. Ayo says, I love how you believed in your greatness. Mm. But so, I didn't know it was greatness. I was just about to say that. I didn't know. And I still don't think it's greatness. I think it's my praying parents. I think it's the humility to understand that I don't know everything. I think it's um, the, the grace and understanding that I can't do this by myself. Um, so I, I lean into a lot of people. Right? I lean into those that lean into me. So I, I think there's greatness in all of us, really. I think I've just been able to find different things to excite me. And that excitement mixed with discipline allows to execute. I love it. Uh, more comments are coming in. And, I, and this is what I love about this platform, this conversation, when it's live and direct. YouTube, IG Live, the people who are going to listen to it after when they're done work or working out. Let me read this. She said, Felicia says, big up. Greatness can always improve. You may not see it in you, but it definitely is there. Ayo says, you don't understand, but it's it's there. It's there. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Hey, my guy, Tavon Prince, they will understand later. Soon, soon, soon. And for those who don't know, Chainer Ground, it's about bridging the gap between technology and athletes, whether you're a former athlete or an active athlete. And to be honest, in society in the day we are, I encourage everyone to be some kind of athletic doesn't mean you got to be an athlete because you can go on to training ground if you want to start. How many people now, I'm talking about my people, 90s, 30s, as you get older, our bones, our backs, like, we're like, yo, we're getting old. We got to stretch. On the app, you can download it and it'll take you through a morning routine of a stretch. Mm-hmm. So one thing I realize about individuals and human beings is we got to make a choice 
that's for us. No one else can make this choice. All this information is out there. You got to be willing, and you talked about it. You got to be willing to go after and go get it. And not only get it, but like apply. Like don't be sitting at home and asking yourself, I want to learn new things. And then there's apps. You're hearing about this app and you're not downloading. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. Yeah. I think we, we, we were... we're uh, a lot of us, it's very easy to get distracted, right? Like, you get your weekly analytics and Instagram tells you you've been, you spent 30 hours on it. And you're like, how? <laughs> when? Right? It's, it's, it's a call for more mental health, I think. I think we need more balance. Um, we need to increase our awareness. I mean, my girlfriend tells me all the time, she's like, Randy, you are a great bullshitter. (laughs) She said, you can reason yourself out of things and reason yourself into things. And that's dangerous. And I sat down and I thought about it. I was like, yeah, you're right. And um, I myself have, have started to just create more spaces for things that make me happy, right? Um, obviously having Jackson in the last year has taken my mind and put it in different places and your thoughts are a lot different and you're, yeah, I don't sleep as much, right? Um, and I'm, I'm saying all this to say, as you said, it has to be a choice. And what I've seen in the world and why, you know, training ground is free for everyone to download, right? Even if you're an athlete, not an athlete, go into that app and go to the financial literacy section and go and watch Money Mindset and tell me if you learned something. Every single person that's watched that one video said, holy crap, I learned so much in a seven minute video. Um, And that's because we understand that your community needs it. Inflation's going up. We're on the verge of a recession. People are not only quitting jobs, these companies that are raising all of this money are firing people. (laughs) Spotify just cut their employee base by 25%. So how? How are you going to bridge your gap? So, you know, we, we really built training grounds so you don't have to, like, think about how it just come to training ground it's there it's, just, it's, just like it's, it's there people ask oh why don't you put it on YouTube you know when you go to YouTube right and I'll say this it's very easy for someone to come on and watch your video and something else takes them somewhere else sidebar that right there is dangerous because I could come and watch Monday Motivation and end up on wait for you laughing because Trey Richard is there Literally. That happens all the time. So training ground, you come, you click, you only can watch one thing at a time. We have a distracted mind. And I said, yo, let's try to focus. So um, I think your original question was around using things. We have to make these choices and we have to be adults. Akeem says it all the time. We're all adults. We have to make choices. And, you know, what they say, if you you don't listen, you must. Yeah. Look up my Caribbeans. Nothing to do with this. <laughs> Jackson's half. So, it's part of the family. Now, I got to, yo, I like this because we're getting so much comments. You guys are, I got I to gotta keep up. So, New Queen says, 
I love what you're saying. As long as you have the ability to wake up in the morning, you have the ability to be great with anything you want to do in life. Absolutely. And I'll talk about our affirmation later on and we'll break that down. Um, Ayo said, I say believing in your greatness because when you don't have the answers, you have the power to get the results as long as you keep going. Amen. I love it. I love it. Bless Vertex. Yes, sir. Uh, Uncle Brooks, both Randy and Ebon keep inspiring people to do more. And then Mike Beats, you will see the greatness when you realize you are building a legacy. And that's one thing I'm not going to lie. If you know about Randy, the Instagram, like bio, you are a future stay-at-home dad. <laughs> that, that's what you had out there. Bro, yeah. <laughs> and now that I'm it. literally seeing it. I called it. <laughs> you know, so you got you to gotta manifest some things. Yeah, what you put out there, man. I Probably like 2014, I started saying I was going to be a stay-at-home dad and I had Jackson during COVID so I was literally staying at home being a dad so it's kind of I, I seen when you went to Halifax no not Halifax you traveled two weeks ago yeah Halifax it was Halifax and it was your first time on a plane and I was like yo this guy he's been here like the stay-at-home dad it really hit me yeah I'm like you literally make this happen our YouTube family saying good morning that's right I needed to hear that Nia's World Cup um, and I encourage everybody, if you're on IG Live or YouTube, please use the question box. We're here. We don't have all the answers. That's why this conversation is happening. But I encourage everybody to ask questions. Don't be sitting there thinking like, uh, uh, nope, ask the question now because you never know. That may be the answer that help you in the right direction to get going. So please, if you have a question in mind, use the question box on YouTube. Um, if you're just joining us right now, we are live on YouTube, IG Live. We keep the IG Live here just to inform the people who are home, at work. Maybe they need a reminder because it's so easy to get distracted. So, we, but we want to build everybody on that YouTube. And most importantly, make sure you download Training Ground app. If you have two phones, oh, oh my goodness, oh, a little mess. But if you have two phones, then let me just make sure I get it. If you have two phones, then you can, you know, do it right away. My apologies. Brown guy made it. Yes, yes, yes. You tuned in. Now, our key word of today is balance. I don't even know how you've done all of this because I'm glad you brought up mental health because to the world, it looks good. Only you know what you're dealing with. I remember one day during the pandemic, you just, you said F it and literally went on an IG story. Not a rant, but you're letting people know like, yo, just because all this is happening, don't feel like I'm not going through it. And I have no choice. Some days it's hard. It's tough. Where's the money? You're trying to create. And see, our platform, Motivation Money, is making the uncle cool while we're doing this you versus you. Because the thing that's sad, and we're talking about we're in trouble, the information that's good for people, they don't want to soak it. They don't want to... It's just one hour of your day. Every time I love to work on that, because it's just 4% of your day. You got 24 hours in your day. Mm -hmm. Some people sit at home, some people sob, some people complain, but we all have the same 24, everybody. Everybody. And the one thing that is promised in life is death. Tomorrow's not promised. So there's no time to waste. Mm -hmm. So balance. When, you, when it comes to the word balance, how do you feel like you balance as an entrepreneur, as a new father, as a mind, like, Crystal was saying, like, if you could turn something, it, like, you, the way ideas pop in your head and the way you're able to create things, it's fast-paced. How are you able to balance and how do you deal with mental health and making sure you're straight to be able, your son is good, your team is good, payroll's good, money's in the bank. See, bro, it's real. 
honestly, um, I suck at it. I actually suck at it. I'm starting to get better. I think, I think for me, the, the pillars that I decide and where I spend my time and energy on, we'll talk personal, obviously being Jackson's father, being Crystal's boyfriend, still being a son, still being an uncle, a godfather, a cousin, sucked it out of it. I'll say over the last little bit, a lot of people haven't seen or heard from me. I've heard a lot of, oh, Randy, you're this, and you have it this, and you have it that. And I'm sitting there, like, looking at some of these texts sometimes, like, man, if you know how tired I was, or how I'm trying to make sure that there's money in the account to pay employees, or make sure that we pay our taxes on time. So, like, honestly, right now, if you're mad at me, I understand. But I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give Jackson everything I didn't have. And to, to some people, a lot of people think I have a lot. I don't. I don't. I have a lot of resources and connections and relationships, but I've taken the time to build that. I can't get that time back. That was my investment. So if my asset classes of investment is relationships, I think I've earned that. Um, more recently, um, I'll go back to listening to the Kendrick album. Right. Kendrick talked about things that happen in our childhood that affect us as we get older. Um, Crystal started reading a book about um, dealing with um, emotionally unavailable parents. A lot of our parents, yo, until Jackson was born, there's just not a lot of hugging. And I don't see a lot of people hug. I don't see a lot of people um, show love in a way. Before Jackson, I didn't see it. Now I see Jackson because everyone kind of comes to him and wants to hug him and love him and blah, 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 blah. And we look at all these factors that there's things that have happened in our childhood that we're still dealing with, Ebo, that is affecting us till this day. And I think all of us have got to find a way to unpack it. I think sitting down with a therapist, I think our community needs it the, the, the most. Like the trauma our community has felt through social media and George Floyd, the trauma, every time you open it, a cop is shooting a, a black kid. You see the Toronto police is over 240-something percent more likely to pull out a, a, a gun on you do you know what that does to you as a person? Do you know, like, you, 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 it, it's hard to be human. It's very hard to be human. And this is why we see a lot of people are like cutthroat and people diss this person or cut this person off or like we're just nasty to each other. Why? Because Kanye said it. They made us hate ourselves. Hmm. 
And I, I employ and implore everybody that's listening, if you can, and you can hear this wherever you are, and you're a person of color. My best friend, Akeem, put me on a show called Exterminate the Brutes. I think it's on Crave or HBO or one of those platforms. Exterminate the Brutes. And it takes a serious dive into civilization and how civilization grew through um, colonization, murder, human displacement, and straight up just animalistic behaviors that make you question like, why are so, like, people that are not people of color, why are you so scared of us? Because when you really go look at the history, and you look at Canada right now, you're hearing about these reserves and da 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 da. Why are you so scared of us when you guys all have the power? You guys decide where the money goes, where the tax dollars goes. You're scared of us because when they stripped us, when they stripped us all of our identity, our ability to build community, when they did all of these things and brought us to these places in the world and we mobilize as a community, they always find ways to bring us back down. And today it's no different. So I'll I'll jump back to mental health because as a black person, you faced trauma, period. And how do you face that trauma and expect to get A's in school or expect to try to be a doctor when you're worried about having breakfast or you can't pay your AAU fees because the cost of sports is going up and during COVID, every sports team couldn't get a permit to have practice and gyms popped up $200 an hour. It used to be $30 for a team to have practice. Times have changed. <laughs> so when we, when we look at us as a people, we're resilient, yes, We're stubborn. And I hate to say it, but it's the truth. We blame and don't want to take steps or we reason with ourselves. We give ourselves reasons as to why it won't work. Get too comfortable. Right? So I think when it comes to balance, it, it, it starts there. And that's for everybody. I'll make it an athlete reference. They, they say sport, 90% mental. 90. 90. <laughs> 10% physical. Right? So, same holds true in everyday life. How do you battle with challenge? Because challenge is part of your roadmap, period. No matter how much money you have, or what Gucci belt you have, or a bottle you pop, or this or that. Everybody has to face a challenge. And how are you going to react? And if you're not mentally balanced, or you're not okay, your response is gonna be one that you're gonna say, damn, I wish I wish I could have done it different. And that's happened to me. It happens to me a lot. I snap. I get pissed. Because I know my heart and I know what I'm trying to do. And sometimes people don't understand 
where people don't know me and question things and things don't happen and I get cheese and people are all around your ass am I? Hmm. am I? so I think over the last little bit a lot of reflection for me has just been what am I thinking about? what crosses my mind? I start my day with five minute meditation on training ground every morning that's how I start my day and then from there I'm like alright Try not to touch my phone. Yo, that thing is dangerous. It's a computer in your hand that is built to bring you towards it. And if you, that's how you start your day, it's gonna be hard to put it down. So I try not to. Leave it in the bathroom, wherever, and I go downstairs and try to start exercising and start feeling better. Because when I feel better, my brain just spits out information and off we go. So, and I worked out today, so maybe this is why. <laughs> I have a lot of a lot of things I love we got questions. Um right now, oh man, I already knew this was gonna happen. Randy in here. Perfect. This is an important episode. I love the conversation. This is so true. We don't really look at it. I hope we get to play ball again in soon, fellas. Yes. Hey, we actually got to ball that one. Do you remember? Woo! <laughs> we're gonna set it up. And I knew honestly with the time change, I knew we we're gonna have a lot of people uh tuning in that aren't usually used to the same time. So I like that everybody's here. We got a question from Uncle Brooks. Randy and Ebon, what keeps you motivated? You. I like to see my brothers win. I like to see that Brooks has not only Roy Woods as a client, but he's got a Jamaican artist. And this is how he's leveraging his resources to make things happen. Wow. I like to see um, Ebon grow Motivation Monday from a conversation into something that he's on every week. I like to see us win. And if I have the opportunity to help more and more people win, it goes back to my Rick Ross line that I always share. How many people you bless is how you measure success, right? Um, that's what keeps me motivated, that my work will live past me. That's what keeps me motivated. If I can create things that live past me, like trading around to live past me. Jackson, this year's. Can I do a legacy? So that's what keeps me going. Is uh, I want to I want to see different because I know I know we have it as a people. We have it. We just oftentimes don't know we have it, or we don't know how to apply it. And because we don't have those two things to help us mobilize these items we miss out and we end up doing things we don't want to do or things we're not proud of or whatever the case may be and this reoccurring wheel of trauma continues because we're not breaking there's, there's curses that we're fighting that we don't even know exist that's why I say yo balance starts with our praying parents right. I, I got it 100% so I love that. I love that. And um, holy, the questions are coming. <laughs> Randy treats everybody the same, no matter who you are. A real legend, big bro. That comes from Ilukusa. Ah, uh, so bro, I, I love How many people you bless is how you measure success. Yes, Max. Um, our guy's not in the studio, but he always talks about that. More questions are popping up. Um, and I love what you said because I go back to like. You know, we talk about it in the platform, a lot of people know. When I was 
um, locked up 2014. Hmm. I don't know why, but my people, like, you guys didn't cut me off. Yesterday, we were out with Tori, and it was funny. Like, we came in, you know, he made sure to stop the music to shout me out. And, like, in that moment, I f- like, I'm used to Tori. Like, go to his house in Miami, but I forget how people view certain things. So, to everybody, it was a big deal. Like, he made us come through. Quincy was able to walk through, came straight to the back. And, like, what's crazy about it is we were talking about the car, and he's like, yo, you know Tori? I'm like, yo, honestly, the party really started, but we get there, you'll see what's good. He's there jamming. And I'm like, yo, I'm happy to surround these little cuz. I get to take care of him. He's in the city. But it's like, everybody plays a role into keeping us motivated. Our family, our parents. You know, if you have uh, a child, but like, to see your people, and bro, I keep telling everybody, I'm so blessed to have like a big bro like you because anytime I see you do something, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is what I got to do. So I'm that level. Mm-hmm. You got to keep going. So I love it. Um, question, Lewis, how do you leverage your own past experience to catapult you into a positive future and why do they not stop you but rather make you go harder um i think great question i think it, it stops me for a bit it sucks to lose i hate losing i get cheese when i lose i, I don't like losing and i'll get sad and go buy candy and juice and go put on netflix and go to sleep but then i'll wake up the next morning like, all right I, I feel like I have to feel the low sometimes. Sometimes I have to like you're human. Touch the floor, like all right, all right, it's still there, so I can rise. And um, I'll say it again. I think it's my my past experiences have have just I think just pushed me into different directions. When I look at my life, there's there's no one instant that made me say all right you need to do x everything has come from learning from people i ask a lot of questions i when i meet people like t when i first met t who are you what do you do how do you make money this that that, why i need to understand what and who you're about really quickly because you don't have time to waste you don't have time to waste and understanding what value looks like when it comes to people I feel has become a skill set for me so if I could meet you and understand a couple of things I can potentially put forth a pathway for us to work together or help you in this way um, I think the the ability and opportunity to connect and a lot of it is technology right Instagram social these platforms allow us to tell these stories that help people grow as well so I think one of the biggest things for me is is trying to help people pay it forward right like if, if you learn something from me or you come to something I did and it did X for you that take that feeling put it in a bottle and make sure someone else feels that turn into love Return literally the love, because um, that's the only way we're, we're, we're ever going to grow as a community. I think our community now than ever really, 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 really needs to come together. There's two things right now that has us in a lot of trouble, which was COVID, the future of work, and the need for upskilling, and climate change. When COVID hit, everyone said. Uh, climate change needs the same PR person as COVID because everyone forgot about climate change, right? Literally. 
It's still coming. It's probably even worse now because of COVID. I think people can even see what's going on. The weather change. Yesterday, Quincy, we had the He's like, bro, isn't it summer? <laughs> like, why is it so cold? It's coming. It's coming. So I think um, we, we need to want to learn as a community. Like, you have to want to learn. If you, you need to be forced then you've got a personal problem that you've got to identify. Um, everything is out there. And I think as a, as a people, we've, we've got to do more things like this. I hope there's a, a young e-bone that's listening and watching and saying, yo, I know some people that people need to hear. This is what this is. This is called awareness. You're, you're driving awareness. You're bringing community together. You're bringing people together to engage and the more that we're able to engage the more that we soak up the more that we learn the more that we grow let's not be scared to learn let's not be scared to 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 pick up new things because the world that we knew or know is changed and is still changing so if you want to stay here okay but when the world is here you might miss and might be part of a gap and there's no guarantees even governments, they got COVID wrong. They got it wrong. Right in front of our face. Where we put our tax dollars, everyone got it wrong. Everyone. So who do you trust? You better go and educate yourself. <laughs> That's why they remind me to the, the free is like, who do I trust? Who tell me who can I trust? And I, I want to talk about the fact, great question. Um, We're going to have room for more questions as well, too. Um, data. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. Um, you have been a guy who's like now it's funny like because and shout out to T because after this T make sure we get the timestamp so all the gems from this episode will be able to pass to shout to Wavy Digital Media as well too Um, if you're looking for flyers anything tech related website graphics make sure you hit up Wavy Digital Media Um, he holds us down our TikTok is booming and that's all because of Wavy some days I be seeing people post Motivation Mondays in their snap Yo, wavy, like, and I'm like, you know, and and he does it religiously, religiously, consistent, and you know, I, I appreciate the team. We all need a team. Absolutely, everybody plays an important role. Absolutely, and ah, office hours. My guy Nicholas, they won the 10k. I saw that over the weekend. That three ball was crazy. Big three. Oh my that goodness. Three ball was crazy. Even seeing what he's been able to do, oh. just a run. It's just a run. It was just a run. But it's Brandon, it's in Drake's house, it's this, he's traveling international. I'm like, yo, wow. That's the power of community. He built a community around Hoop. He put office hours on a shirt. He might go and that might turn into a league, like an actual league that gets sponsored. Watch. And talking about a league, shout out to Kisa, Hoop Queens. Um, we're in our third week of the first ever Toronto Women's Paid Summer League. Um, Training Ground is the official app of that. League, so I'll be on the mic reminding people if you want to win gifts, if you want to watch the highlights, pictures. Um, what I love is the mental health and wellness that we launched during the start of this league. Mm-hmm. And on YouTube, this is how you know it's serious. When people start talking about mental health in YouTube and mm-hmm. tune in, you know it's key. So you hit home, but um, this is what you do, man. You, <laughs> this is what you do, you hit, and I told people our numbers are going to be um, um, are, are going to be growing and going. Um, Nicholas said, I need to come sit with y'all, yeah, let's make it happen. And also, there's this book right here, Mission Impossible. I'm almost done this, but I want you to definitely read this. Because I want to learn from the people who are doing it. Right, like, folks. Yeah. You know, this lady right here, Kelly, she's literally started a whole company and she travels. All the companies, she's just teaching them. 
brainstorming, how to uh, break down certain things, criteria, and make them grow their businesses. Sold books, and um, you know, reading is key. I, I'm more of an audiobook guy, but I'm trying. Like, I'm literally trying. You gotta try new things. Audiobooks are tough, but I'm, I also try to read. It's a short book, but I wanna learn from the greatest people who have done things that my mind can't even think of. I wanna make them challenge. I wanna get challenged. It's called, I call it increasing your worldview. Right? When you're an MC, let's say you're an MC, your job is getting bookings, being in places, artist comes to town, let's book it, caravana, da 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 da. But if you do that consistently all the time, you're gonna be really good at it. But what's also gonna happen is this is all you're gonna see. Right? So, how do you increase your worldview? How do you look at things that may not be in your industry? But if I'm able to learn about e-commerce, can we turn Motivation Mondays into merch, right? You don't grow that way unless you open up your worldview and uh, open up the opportunity to learn. So it's 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 important, man. We, we all have to turn into Dora the Explorer. We all need to explore our interests, explore things that kind of excite us, but we're not really sure. Go and read, go and pick it up. Go and see where it's going. Go and see how big that market is growing as well. And I think why we built Training Ground is a lot of the athletes have an opportunity. They're just not aware of it right now. Like high school kids can get, like you could get a high school kid to be a brand ambassador for this and pay them, for example. You're yep. allowed to do that now. But no one's doing it because no one knows how. No one actually knows how, right? Awareness, learning. If you're training this kid, all those parents that are training their kid like no tomorrow because you think they're gonna be an NBA player, don't you think you should start talking to them about brand? Especially what's going on. Athletes now can get paid, literally from high school, college. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of legends in the city, Mike Kabong, like times have changed. So People used to get in trouble for little, small, petite things, hundreds of dollars. And, mm-hmm. And you know, and and kudos to all our people, because Canada, we are legends. There's so many legendary individuals that had to pivot, still making it happen. Kabango's little bro, for Kendrick Lamar's brother, bro, he got the eyes of the king. LeBron James. Now everybody's like, who is this kid that? And it's so crazy why sometimes this, as an entrepreneur, or an artist, or you may be, a, I said entrepreneur, artist, you may even be working a nine to five. You got to get things out there. And like I talked about, I'm pretty sure as John was setting this up, he didn't know that was going to happen, but he knew that if I did this, something could come out of it. Yeah. You got to be open to the art of the possible. I think, I think. There's a book, mm-hmm. Art of Possible. Possibly. No, I know. I'm, I, just, I think it's right here. I'll, possibly. Amazon. I think having those, those, just being open. I think sometimes we're so reserved and stuck in our ways that new things scare us which I understand but you can't be scared right now right let that fear drive you towards things that make you passionate now I want to ask this question if there is something that you could tell your younger self based off the experience that you had through your own life what would it be? how young? let's say high school 16 what would I have told myself at 16? 16, you can get a G1. 
Yeah. It's against a great 9 to 12 times. Yeah. Um, I would say... I, I, my younger self, I should have fed my curiosity a lot more. I was curious about things, but basketball was always top of mind for me, so I didn't really explore outside of sport. Um, I did have a job, but that was just so I could play and buy my colleagues and play 2K. But it would be to explore my curiosity and see what would come out of it because I was so narrow-minded, right? I was like, who, 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 who? There's probably other things that I was good at, relationships I could have had built um, that I missed out on. When I brought up the, the point around um, coaches say, oh, we build life skills through sport. Sport, what sport is supposed to be, and take this from me, don't have a degree, I have life experiences working with the number one pick that was out of the league in three years, a top 10 pick that was out of the league in three years, a second round pick who extended their contract. I've worked and been around the game a lot. And take this for me, sport is a vehicle, okay? And what sport is supposed to help you do is build your character so you learn how to maximize opportunities. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to give you confidence to speak in front of people. It's supposed to give you confidence in understanding brand. It's supposed to give you confidence in building relationships. Why? Because you travel to Indiana, Kentucky, and you go to all of these gyms and there's all these people around. And what do our kids do? They put on their headphones. I'm dying because I'm going back, I'm thinking about the Paris videos. Kofi, Tavon, and you see them headphones up, and it's real. And they're having fun. But at the same time, sport is a vehicle and eventually everyone gets out of that vehicle. LeBron James is going to get out of that vehicle and he's going to have to do something else to keep his mind going. Right? Remember what we went through with COVID where we couldn't do things so our mind was like, oh my God, I'm bored. That same thing is going to happen. But we need to help people develop while they're doing things. Right? Because... The moment you stop playing, you're not as popular anymore. The girls don't like you as much. <laughs> People aren't giving you that extra ride or opening up that gym for you. Why? You're no longer identifying as an athlete. So I think younger Randy, if you would have heard that message that I just shared at 15, 16, may have been an entrepreneur much earlier. May have had something, may have sold a company right now. But exploring that curiosity would have done that for me. And I limited myself because I wanted to pull up three in front of people's faces, which is tough, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but that's where my head was at, so. And I, I love the community. Kisa is, is tagged in. She says Training Ground is, Training Ground app is helping the Who Queens Summer League. The Training Ground app is thebomb.com. And shout out to Kisa, Who Queens, they're on the front cover of the Toronto Star, um, you know. The picture looked like yours. Yeah. She took one of you were reading it. Yeah, it was you tough. This picture before. Super proud moment for me. And you know, you, you've been featuring the Toronto Star, but bro, to see what she's doing for the community, for women's basketball, the press, the kid. Yesterday, a little girl had a hoop queen sign that she made. That melted my heart. Because I'm like, yo, this is like NBA status. 
And I brought her to the middle of the court and everybody, and she was so happy. Yeah, like literally. And I'm like, yo, look at Kisa. And it's not easy. Nobody sees. It looks good. Kisa, there's so much that goes on to make this happen. The relationships, the emails, mental health, just being a human being. It's not easy being the head of a, a, a team or being the captain. So kudos to Kisa. Um, I make sure I got the, the newspaper. I, I got I, I just love it. I love what's happening, and I love how we're all coming together to help everyone grow. And you can tell yesterday we gave away some giveaways. And listen, there's two more weeks of the Hoop Queen Summer League. Um, it's going down. Next week is semifinals, and then the week after that, July 3rd, is the finals. It's happening at Metropolitan. Um, you know, Rice and Change its name, so Kerr Hall. You can check it out every Sunday from 2 p.m. To 4 p.m. No, 2 p.m. to 5:30. First game's at 2 p.m. Second game at 4 p.m. Some of the best women athletes, and they're balling. Girls, yo, I seen a TikTok this guy made, and he's like, yo, these girls, like, it's not just your Tristan typical Ross. You know, he used to intern for me. For real? Yeah. Just Ross. No, he did a, a he great. Did he did a great job. And and it's, bro, the, the the word is spreading. We're seeing how you're talking about the community. We need each other. Kisa's bringing in female DJs and new DJs every week. I'm meeting new relationships. A couple of the players tuned into Motivation Monday. I told them yesterday, so it, it's I'm seeing why we need each other. We have to invest in our community. Ah, uh, crystal perfect. As soon as Kisa's a chapter, so important to have figures like you champion the community and inspiring the next generation to be and do more. Happy Father's Day to you both. And um, great words as well, brother. I know you. Uh Lost baby Kofi. Same day we lost Kobe. Twenty six. Um, haven't checked in on you as as much because this so busy. But being able to go through something like that and persevere and wear that chain as as much as it's gold and diamonds, like it signifies a lot more for you. And um, I'm happy that you're you're able to talk about these things because a lot of people go through things that don't know how to communicate, engage, speak through, if you will. And you're you're one of the strongest people I know. You've been through some shit. Crazy. Yo, like you, you I keep telling you, I keep telling you and I keep telling you, when you see Ebo, just hug him. Because he's not supposed to be here. Ebo's not supposed to be here. The amount of times he could have lost it or lost it all and has lost it, he's not supposed to be here. Most people would have been defeated and not be able to even show their face. And he shows up late. He's still late. <laughs> I'm going to give you your flowers. I'm going to give you your flowers properly. All right. He still shows up, shows up late and moves people. So, definitely happy Father's Day to you. Appreciate that. It means a lot. I know, I know you're a father to many. Many people look up. Well, not physically. <laughs> not physically up to you. <laughs> but theoretically, <laughs> in age, look up to you. You know? Um, so, I think it's, it's, it's important that you, you, you continue to champion community in your work because your community is giving you everything that you have 
everything. Basketball is giving me everything that I have, everything. So the more that we invest into our communities, the more that we should reap benefits. And we should, right? When I say invest in community, I don't say do things for free. <laughs> and People have investing in community backwards. Investing in community, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you don't have or you don't receive for your time or your energy, will you come back? Probably not. So we need to ensure that we are building things that are sustainable. Let that be the word for the day. Sustainability. Things that can live on without X or Y. So, um, wanted to drop that on you, brother. Appreciate that, my brother. You've been holding me down for years. We can, we can do this. You know, you can do that on the live one time. You feel me? You know, you got the comedian hat on over there with that joke. So we're going to let them know the personality side. And um, shout out to everybody, man. You guys make this possible. Yesterday, I realized how important with mental health and sharing certain messages because yesterday someone DM'd me and they're just like, yo, bro, like I keep forgetting you went through this. Like, how do you keep going and have to be in front of people? Like, how do you do this? Like, and he's like, yo, I went through the same thing and I'm breaking down. And at that moment yesterday, I'm like, yo, you know what? I have a year to work on a big project every Father's Day going forward. Like, I wanted to give back, um, whether it be fathers in jail. Um, I've been talking to a couple people through the Remix Project that want me to go to jail to speak. Motivation Mondays. Oh, it's that. It's that. It's that. No worries, guys. There we go. There we go. Where's the food? Um, she's actually yeah. outside. I seen the message, but we're gonna eat. But um, back to what Father's Day next year? Yes. Yeah. Look, I think it's important that one thing Crystal has, has really taught me is we need to support, support, celebrate those that we love. I struggle at that because I think my celebration and celebrating people is has been providing. And providing is great, but people just sometimes just want to spend time. And I'm still growing and learning every single day. Um, and I think the more that we just try to find ways to grow, I think the more our community will continue to grow because it's us versus us. We are holding us back. And we have an opportunity right now through various things, we won't jump into that, to kind of bridge gaps and equalize things, if you will. So um, I, 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 I'm not gonna beg everybody, but I really ask for everybody, yo, find your own learning path. What do you wanna grow in, right? The future of work is based on skills, not degrees. Skills, not degrees. How are you going to build those skills? How are you going to refine them, grow them? Figure something else. Training ground is there. You don't like me or you don't like training ground and don't like the colors. Sure, there's stuff on YouTube. But everyone, please find ways to grow as people because we have to. <laughs> this 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 potential recession that's coming, boom. Potential recession is going to force people back into the jobs they don't want to go to. Watch. 
You just gotta be tame. You have no choice. And and we see like you know last week I opened up my wallet, my crypto wallet, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, Ethereum and I even had a thousand dollars. I remember we were in the studio when it was four thousand, and we were debating if we should go halves, two K. Like I was trying to tell you, let's go two K, two K. Then when you have your two K, boom, that's your Ethereum right there, Ethereum. And I'm looking like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? Do I just put a little five, ten bands into that and just because what goes down must go up. Yep. And they talk about it. We're, we're, and, and, like, think about it. When we were doing Tech Summit Black, we were talking about this thing. You know, you missed the Web 1, Web 2. Now we're in Web 3. You don't want to miss out. You don't. You don't. But don't invest if you are in debt. Like, you've got to be strategic and, and, and plan um, accordingly because there is still the risk that you'll lose money. Like, I'm sure a lot of people in crypto have lost money right now. Right, um, it happens. But what's what's the bounce back? You know. So okay, today's episode is real good. We're gonna wrap up real soon. I want to make sure there's a question. This question is coming from Mr. Keen Keenan Riley. My dog. Your past experience can be something that can push you forward or pull you back. What are you gonna let it do? Big message here, guys. So he's just reiterating what we're saying. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Shout shot out to Keenan, man. Yeah, married to... Wait, no, you got married. I'm tripping. <laughs> Congrats on that. Oh, man, man I'm tripping. You got married. I was, that was there. What's wrong with me? But yeah, man, it's, this is a, a great conversation. Um, Randy's family, there's so much more work. We can stay there for hours to talk. Um, what would you say are three words that describe you best. I got to ask you a question that make you think. Athlete, technique, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> um, return the love. No, I'm joking. Um, Which is a non-for-product. <laughs> um, I think... Relentless. Curious. I want to put these two words together, but selfless and impact, because I think they go hand in hand. So that's what I would say. And before we leave, why is giving back so important? Because you've made that a key pillar to everything you do. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, sometimes I question myself because I'm like, Man, I'm gonna put on this event, put in this energy, and X amount of people about to show up. I could go focus on like making money, you know. Um, but then we always get there, and there's a face, or there's a reaction, or there's a testimonial, or there's a a something to like. Damn, this did this for me, and for me, that's that's a that's enough. I want to create more moments where people remember us and they remember when they heard something that changed the way they thought because when we can help change the trajectory of people's lives if you're going this way and you try to help someone below you your resources are only here but if you meet Ebo and Monday Motivation text on the black and your trajectory goes this way and you go down to help somebody you got a lot more resources to give right? and I want to ensure that the next generation thinks like that 
has access to things like that and can make the changes that they want to see is the theory of proximity, right? Those closest to the problem have the answers. They just don't have the resources. Hmm. And there's one thing you always talk about solving problems, especially as a community. You'll be able to become great. You'll be able to take your business to the moon if you're able to solve problems. That's what you did. <laughs> MCE one Thursday night vibes to weddings to John Tory city of Brampton. Our community didn't have a community translator, bro. That's what you did. That was the problem that you solved. And now you've turned it into a business. We just need to make more money. That's all. Literally. So we can do more. Mm-hmm. And I think with that being said, is there anything you want to leave out there and let them know uh, where they can find you? Yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to Crystal. Um, you know, Father's Day, um, as much as, you know, dads get days, I'm a better father because of her. I'm a better man because of her. And um, grateful. The love, the comments is coming, the hearts are coming. There we have it. And you know, you got to make sure you give people their flowers. Um, this life is so precious. And that's why yesterday, Quincy was with me. I went to the gravesite and I'm like, I got to go here to remind myself that like tomorrow's not promised. We're so blessed. I can sit here and be mad. What's that going to do for me? Sometimes we need to meditate. We need to reflect something different. Reflection is so. And make time for yourself. Make time, not find. Remember, I'll find time. No, no, make it. Make it. So, I mean, Motivation Monday, where we talk about understanding self, purpose, passion, and finances. We hit each pillar. So that is your episode. If you're just tuning in, go rewatch it. Go re-listen to it. It's going to be available as soon as we're done this episode right here. Episode 37. And we're growing. I love it. Our numbers are going up. Um, Get it to a thousand subscribers, man. We need that thousand. Because what, 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 what I'll say right now for everybody that's listening, if you watch this and you take the time to use your data <laughs> to watch this, it, it means nothing to subscribe. It means nothing to like, to share, to put on your story. You do it for other companies. We do it for other brands that we don't even know. How many times has Ebon been there for each of us? Late. How many times has he been there for us? A lot. So as this platform grows, if our next goal is getting more money in so we can, maybe it's Monday and Thursday, right? Right. There's got to be a Motivation Monday conference where you, you give 10 awards away per year to people that are building community. Ebon's got to start his own media accelerator where he's building the next Ebon's. That he doesn't have to be at every wedding or show. He's got another five or six that are in training that can be, right? Nobody in training. <laughs> this is where leaders, people that are doing things that if someone pays you money to do things, you have a gift that you need to find ways to now share it with other people. So. Um, I, I I ask that everyone just continues to support, continue to show love, continue to like, comment, share, 
because it literally costs you nothing to show love. And as that love grows here and we get more resources, we can do more, we can reach more people. 100%. And with that being said, more people are following, so appreciate that, brother. Let's get the subscribers out. Where where, where do I send the invoice? Yeah, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Finances, right? Time is money. But we appreciate you for taking the time to hold us down. Um, we talked about this a month ago. You know, you see, we use our board, Motivation Mondays. Um, oh, it's there. Father's Day episode with Randy. We knew it had to be you. I knew it had to be you. And I'm going to rewatch this, take my pen, write my notes. Um, to least the ending, we got work to do. I like that. And um, yeah, appreciate you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. Motivation Mondays, making the uncool cool while realizing it's you versus you. I'm MC Ebo. I'm Randy. We're out. Just Randy. <laughs> Just Randy. Thanks. Boom. Oh, Randy. Was that good? Was that good?